The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to episode 127 of Fourth and John. Uh, it's another one of those episodes where, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about certain social issues that um, need to be talked about. Um, I'll start this podcast off with a quote from Martin Luther King Jr. Nothing in all the world is more dangerous than sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. Now we're we're talking about Deshaun Jackson, a guy, a guy. I I I, I will uh, be forthright and say I am a Deshaun Jackson stand. I am a guy who just bought a Deshaun Jackson jersey last week because uh, I felt like I needed to add a new Deshaun Jackson jersey in my in my uh, closet. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking at the roster. You, when you, you scroll through the experience, you look at look at the guys who are uh, the veterans on this team. The the person at the very top of that list is Deshaun Jackson. Thirteen years in the league, thirteen years of experience. You're you're supposed to be the guy in the locker room who has his head on his shoulders. You're supposed to be the guy in the locker room who is supposed to uplift and, and, you know, show direction to the younger players. Um, you know, again, we, we all make mistakes. Uh, it's unfortunate that while Deshaun Jackson was trying to, you know, enlighten what he you know, thought he was doing with his, his quotes, uh, that he, you know, anytime that you are quoting Hitler, should be a definite sign that this is not the route I should go. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's upsetting. And I know it's upsetting for the people in the Jewish community. And I think it's upsetting for, you know, all people. Um, we're in a, in a certain time in America where, you know, the climate is very, it's, it's, it's tense, man. It's tense. And for a guy like Deshaun Jackson, who was a big voice in the locker room, which was pushing for change and, you know, like really inspiring, inspiring some of the younger guys in the locker room to speak up and stand up for, you know, social injustices. He just has to do a better job with his messaging. Like we all know that he's not, you know, a lot of the players and a lot of the people that cover this team will know, will tell you that he he's not a guy that – usually comes from malice, like he, he, a place of malice, like, but that doesn't, ignorance doesn't excuse what he did. You know, obviously it's hurt a lot of people in the community, Eagles community, people are torn on the issue. Again, uh, we are here, Evan, talking about social issues on 
fourth and John, but it's it's much needed. And well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's at this moment, this is Eagles football. It is, it is, and like with nothing with nothing else going on, it's um, it's you know, it, it's something that is necessary. A conversation that's very necessary that we need to have uh, as a fan base, as a community. Um, you know, it's it's unfortunate that so much of this year has been wrapped up in uh, everything that we've been seeing in the news. Um, just, you know, I, the thing that is really just kind of mind numbing to me and just like kind of just can't wrap my head around is how you witness everything that's happened um, in social injustice that you completely remove Corona out of the equation. But all the things that we've been talking about for the past few months, ever since uh, George Floyd's murder uh, really sparked this whole uh, movement that's happening in the nation. And you just see where we stand as a nation and how sensitive things are right now. And um, I agree with you, Gail, that like it to me, it just it blew my mind uh, when I woke up this morning and I saw that the headline was that Deshaun Jackson was, um, you know, he in his Instagram post, he was um, quoting Adolf Hitler. And like, you know, it's one of those things that you look at and you can't ignore that we, we are conditioned now. And it's a great thing that's happening within the society where we're calling people out on their BS. You know what I mean? Like what is been really um, great to see in the, in this society that is changing is that people are being held accountable, or at least we're trying to hold people accountable. Right. And uh, this is, you know, another one of those things that you, you can't look past. This is something that is, um, no matter what his intentions were, ultimately, when you share something that you highlighted out of a book and the first two words of it were Hitler said, like th that is not going to be received in a positive way, no matter what the words were. You, if you want to promote um, equality and love and all that, you find a different person um, to quote for those things. Hitler, in everybody's minds, stands for just evil and um and discrimination and there's there's nothing that came from Hitler that anybody should stand on moving forward in their lives and um i think that it was just it was one of those things that like it just like you said gail you, you spent 13 years in the league and you would think by now you would um you would have the sense to to be able to recognize what should be acceptable and what shouldn't be acceptable to say and when I saw that, I, I just, it just made me throw my hands up in the air. Like, dude, what are you thinking? Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's upsetting, dude. It, it is. It, it is upsetting. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, a lot of the conversation uh, swirled around today talking about what is uh, the proper punishment for this. And uh, now, you know, Riley Cooper is trending on Twitter and that, like, everybody is uh, drawing comparisons between the two. And while... What Deshaun Jackson said was should – I want to, at this point to be made abundantly clear. Deshaun Jackson needs to be held accountable for what he what he said. He needs to um, seriously seek a, a program and um, education in as far as like not, – not just in what to say and what not to say, but also how to think and just to, uh, like understand, um, be willing to accept other people's cultures – and open yourself up to having conversations with different people that you would nor not normally have a conversation with. That's something that I feel like uh, this whole movement is trying to generate that that kind of uh, those kind of conversations to happen. 
Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I think that that will be uh, necessary, not, not just an apology. And I think that Deshaun Jackson's apology was sincere, but I think that that obviously needs to be followed up with uh, action. And yeah. um, you, you, you take and show to the people that you, you want to make a change in your own life and the way that you think. Now, two hours ago, Deshaun had a his apology. Uh, this is his second apolo- apology attempt. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was about two hours ago. He said, I want to apologize to the Jewish community, Jeffrey Leary, Harry Roseman, Doug Peterson, the Eagles organization, and our fans for the insensitive and ill-informed posts that I shared on my social media. My intention was to uplift, unite, and encourage our culture with positivity and light. Unfortunately, that did not happen. I intentionally hurt the Jewish community in the process. And for that, I am sorry. Now, more than ever, we must work together to end discrimination of all types and against all people and communities. This apology mm-hmm. is more than just words. It is a promise to do better. I will fully educate myself and work with local and national organizations to be more informed and make a difference in our community. I will consider my words and actions moving forward. I will seek out voices from other communities and listen to their words, thoughts, and beliefs. In a time of division, I am committed to doing my part in making this world a better place for our children. Now, you know, Deshaun, I feel like he... You know, I, I I appreciated that he got ahead of it and got out there and said his piece without it being, you know, glossed up um, by a, a PR person right. or his team or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like he did get out in front of it and, and say what he had to say. Um, but th- it's going to take baby steps for, you know, for him. some of the community to feel comfortable with him being on the team, you know, absolutely. We're, we're, at, we're at a point now, like, as you said, you talked about Riley Cooper. You're looking at the situation with the Eagles and how they handle it. Did, yeah. You know, he's a person who has serious weight in the locker room with younger Eagle players. Um, yeah. And veteran players. So if you cut outright cut Deshaun Jackson and then, in 2013, gave Riley Cooper a pass and gave him, you know, like sensitivity training and whatnot, and um, and and give him an extension mm-hmm. that sends some serious. Even even though like people will say That's mixed signals, yeah. In, but even though you know people will say it, we're in different times now. Like you can't like. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like they've already set a, a precedent that even the players even the media will, you know, either way they're stuck between a rock and a hard place, but I think they have to do the right thing. And whether it's give him training, uh, just, you know, really, uh, you know, people from the Jewish community reaching out and like, you know, speaking with him, I, well, Riley Cooper offering did the, their words. Yeah. I mean, Riley Cooper did the same thing. It's just a matter of like, yeah. you know, and there's also some people who read that quote yesterday and were like, okay, Deshaun Jackson, I guess he's kind of like an Israelite, like one of the, you know, the Hebrew Israelites or black Israelites or whatever they, mm-hmm. some people, they, you know, they, the Israelites, you know, maybe he is, uh, you know, he's, he's using that message to, um, you know, talking about them being chosen ones. Um, but you know, again, that's like, that was not the right 
cool way to go about it. Like yeah. if you use your own words and yeah, and th- and that's that's the other thing that ne- that needs to be made clear is that like with this issue, like as a Jewish person, you totally have a right to be completely offended by by everything that was said. Like it, you, it is your right um, to to be offended, and there's there's no real um, way to to soften the fact that he he used words that that ultimately you know came from Hitler's ideologies. Um, when I when I compare and contrast the issues between him and Riley Cooper, um, I, I just look at both what was said and the the tone of the situation. Where I feel like um, with Deshaun Jackson, I feel like he ultimately didn't fully understand uh, the message he was trying to get across. I think he, I think Deshaun was um, trying. I, I don't think Deshaun Jackson was trying to be malicious in uh, in his post. I think he was trying to bring some sort of awareness. Um, however, obviously, you know, he completely missed the mark. He uh, by like a mile. And, um, you know, what, what he said wasn't right. I don't think he was trying to be malicious where you look at the Riley Cooper incident and he was, you know, he was trying to not only fight, but like he, he used the N word in a very aggressive manner that he, he was being aggressive and he was using it in a tone that was hateful. And I, I don't think that Sean's tone was hateful. Um, even though it, it has been received that way, rightfully so by people. I think that uh, since that precedent has been set with Riley Cooper and they ultimately they like they, they provided training for him, sensitivity training. They gave him an opportunity to change his ways, whether or not he did. I don't know. I mean, um, Riley, Riley Cooper, he hasn't gotten another job in the league. So I, what kind of person Riley Cooper has become after that sensitivity training? I don't know. Um, will Deshaun Jackson uh, learn from sensitivity training? I don't know. But the point is, is that he should at least be given an opportunity to, to learn. Yeah, and I think in this in this era of like cancel culture is like it's the the thing that it's right now. Like you know, there are people that are ready to um, move on from people, um, mm-hmm. and when you have a learning moment, you know, as painful as it may be. I think you look at Drew Brees and his situation where I guess being self-aware at the moment, his comments at the time mm-hmm. seemed insensitive. Drew Brees had a learning moment. I think mm-hmm. Deshaun Jackson in this situation is going to have a learning moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is where, you know, you look at the the Michael Vick uh, at the time being a head of that locker room and the team actually and Jason Vaughn and like the leaders on that locker room rallied around Riley Cooper in a sense of like, okay, we accept your apology. Um, we're as a team, we're going to move forward. You know how, you know how that, that must've been really difficult. And I, I think hundred percent teams, players in the team were probably torn on that situation. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there was people that accepted the apology that didn't really mean it in their hearts. Right. Um, and I guess that's where you have to feel like that is, it's on the team. Unfortunately, it, it's become an, an, a national issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now every pundit is ha- has their you know um, their take on it, and that's yeah. as a brand, as the Philadelphia Eagle brand, 
Now we're there. They're, they're stuck with this situation that is, you know, can get ugly. Yeah. And the, the thing that really kind of bothers me is just the fact that like whenever the Riley Cooper thing gets brought up and, you know, people are asked about it and they, they mention how, well, that was a, a different time. And like that, that whole argument is so is just weak to me, man. It really is because like it's it's racism shouldn't have been okay back in 2013. It, it's it for some reason was and it, it was able to fly, but it shouldn't have been. And like that that shouldn't be the excuses. Oh well, that that's the way it was. Like that's the thing that we're trying to move past here. And uh, so that's pretty much what I'm saying is that like there's there's no. Saying stuff that is insensitive is not excusable in any time, but um, it's something that we need to still move forward with. Right. Now, if I ask you the question, do you think Deshaun Jackson will be cut from the Eagles? I don't. I don't I don't think that uh, Deshaun's going to be cut from the team simply for the reasons that I laid out in that the precedent's already been set with uh, Riley Cooper. I, I think that. Uh, and like on top of that, I don't, I hate to compare apples to oranges, but like it's just um, to me, I look at the the mixed messages around the league, and I look like at guys like um, uh, Kareem Hunt and Tyree Kill and people that have gotten these second and third chances, at, at multiple chances, um, you know, plenty of opportunities after they've been found guilty of domestic abuse and um, you know other horrible horrible crimes like that, and. Uh, the NFL has a way of just looking past those types of crimes. And like, you know, I don't want anybody, I don't want any domestic abusers on this team. I don't care what talent level you have. I don't want any racists on this team either. But um, like, I, I think that it would be very odd for the NFL or the Eagles to come in and, um, and outright cut him with the, like with what else goes on in the league with them keeping Riley Cooper, signing him to a five-year extension after that whole incident happens with yeah. the way, with just how forgiving the NFL is with um, heinous, um, violent crimes. Yeah. And uh, for him to post something that like he, it shouldn't have been posted, but um, like you, you understand the point that I'm trying to make. Yeah. I got you. Um, now, looking at the post that the Philadelphia Eagles put out uh, recently today, uh, we have spoken with Deshaun Jackson about his social media posts. Regardless of his intentions, the messages he shared were offensive, harmful, and absolutely appalling. They have no place in our society and are not condoned or supported in any way by the organization. We are disappointed, and we are we reiterated to Deshaun the importance of not only apologizing, but also using his platform to take action to promote to promote unity, equality, and respect. We are continuing to evaluate the circumstances and we'll take appropriate action. We take these matters very seriously and are committed to continuing to have productive, meaningful, meaningful conversations with, with Deshaun, as well as all of our players and staff in order to educate, learn, and grow. I feel like, you know, after that post was made, some people had the stance that, okay, Deshaun Jackson's not going to get cut. Um, mm-hmm. But... Um, the, maybe the background messaging of that is if he doesn't show any type of remorse or, um, you know, play, you know, play it right where he's actually taking the time to um, do what the Eagles want him to do and, you know, mm-hmm. what kind of messaging. Take it seriously. 
are they together coming together with messaging that they're trying to, the Eagles are trying to put out there right now. Like if he doesn't take that seriously, they would cut him. I, I feel like, but I feel like they're not going to cut him. I feel like Deshaun, you know, I, I feel like he, he's gotta, he's gotta, he's gotta be feeling it. And I, I think it's weird. You know what I mean? Like Deshaun Jackson, this is his second time back. Like he had, a, he had a, he has had the perfect opportunity to cement his legacy, his legacy. with the Philadelphia Eagles, not just Philadelphia Eagles, but him as a, uh, you know, a player maker, wide receiver, yeah. one of the best vertical threats in the history of the game um, to have this kind of thing where it's, it's one, it's one social media post and it goes back to, you know, they tell you in high school or they tell you kids in high school or, or tell, tell adults I'm like one mistake, one post can, can, can change your life. Mm-hmm. And for him to go look at that post that he did, like, did he, did he have to post that last night? Was, right. was he not in his right? You know, was he not thinking and clearly? That, it's a, it's the same thing that it reminds me of Brett Favre, honestly. Like you look, you look at his career has, has an amazing career, hall of fame career, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And then the incident with him sending the uh, the pictures to the yeah. reporter in in with the New York Jets just completely tarnishes the legacy and the way that everybody remembered him. And it's like this: if we're being realistic in Deshaun Jackson's career, he's in the, he's in the, the the not the last leg, meaning uh, this is his final season for sure. But he's in the back end of his career, like the the, right. the prime is is far behind him. And so you are really, you know, each each down, each snap you take could end up being your last. And um, the fact that we are, you know, this is how he's going into this season. Like, as if there wasn't enough going on, man. Like, that's just the thing. Is that, like, you you look at everything that's going on, and then you you, it feels like the pile of shit just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Now, if I was to ask myself (laughs) in 2019, would Deshaun Jackson be quoting Hitler? On Instagram, you would get yeah, that would, on your bingo card. You, you would look at me like I'm I'm crazy. Like, like what are you talking about? The knots that doesn't even sound real. Like, mm-hmm. what is what is this you're talking about? That would never happen. But here we are. We here we are. And, and I think the the issue at hand is like, regardless of like, like I'm not gonna say, you know, like I can, I can bring up tons of like different situations where. You know, at hand, like when you, you talk about like Deshaun Jackson's issue, I'm not going to bring up other issues really right now because I'm, I'm going to deal with it. What it is I don't like I'm not going to deflect. I'm not going to. This is what it is, man. Like we're going to we're going to deal with it. We're going to talk yeah. about it um, and, and you just can't move past it. But it's it's something that you can't ignore. It. Uh, you know, it's, it's you can't nowadays. You can't you can't do you like again, like. You know, if people are offended, um, they have every right to be offended. Um, but I, I also think that, um, again, like it's, it's an opportunity for growth in conversation to solidify, you know, talking about social issues and people being aware. What's really come to light is just that, like I uh, the way that I grew up, um, the environment that I was raised, I didn't know that all of 
Like, I, I thought everybody was kind of, like, on the same page in the same wavelength. I feel like I've always kind of tried to drift towards people that are just, you know, that like, they accept people. And they're, like, everybody, you know what I mean? Like, I, I thought a lot of the people that I knew were, were all on the same page with that. And now I look at everything that is going on. It, I'm not talking about people I know, but just, like, you know, Deshaun Jackson, all these people that you think that would have the sense to – um think about what they say, think about what they post and they just end up putting their foot in their mouth. And, uh, it's, it's just, it's crazy how frequently that's happening in 2020, how people are, um, just like, it, it, you, you look at all of, uh, these people that are losing their jobs, for instance, right. These people that are being horribly racist and, uh, they're being videotaped and then, uh, you know, Twitter takes over and they find the person online. They end up messaging, uh, their, their employer and trying to get them fired. And then there's still every day, there's another person that's, that's being horribly racist on video. It's like, when are you going to learn? And it's like, um, it's this whole year has been mind blowing from an aspect of just how little awareness so many people have in this, in this society. Yeah. And I, I think again, like, you know, just, just talking about the situations and actually listening, I think, you know, there's not enough listening that's going back and forth. I think there's a lot of, um, I don't know, man, like. You're the, you're the quotesman, but there, there's one quote that's always stuck with me my entire life. And that is you're given two ears and one mouth for a reason. It's because you're supposed to listen twice as much as you talk. That's something I've always tried to stand by. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've always, my, my biggest thing is being a good listener. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just like. At this day and age, it's all about listening and under, having an understanding. Um, I, but I, we're in really, uh, I'd, I'd say, difficult times. But I think <laughs> that, that's an understatement, I would say. <laughs> you know, like, and we're at, like, while we're on the t- terms of, you know, race and, and, and all, uh, you're seeing, like, you know, the Washington. Uh, you know, the Washington is Redskins, getting, yeah. Yeah, getting dragged. Yeah, the Washington racial names. Yeah. It's, it's a, a long time coming as well. I believe the Cleveland Cleveland Indians are also. Cleveland Indians, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, again, like it's it's a, it's a moment in time where like we get better as a, as a human race or do we go backwards? And yeah. I, I feel like each individual has to choose. We, we'd hope you choose to go forward and choose to be enlightened. But I feel like there's, I think that's the most disheartening part is like seeing this divide that's yeah. visibly everywhere you look on social media. Yeah. It's and I, I think the thing that is also a major factor in this divide is the non-listening for sure is, is the fact that like whenever something gets brought up, like, um, the Redskins changing the name, the Indians changing the name. There's a faction of the population that kind of just disregards everything that's said afterwards and rolls their eyes. Like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. They're coming after the Redskins now. Like, what's next? And like, there's that whole population that exists. And it's like, dude, like, let's like use our logic here. We got a team called the Cleveland Indians. Like, I, I hate to break it to you, but when... You know, the pilgrims came here after about like three months, they realized this wasn't Indian. We continued to call them Indians 300 years later. They're not Indians, man. They're not from India. And we got a whole baseball team called the Cleveland Indians. That Like they're Native Americans, man. Like um, there's racism that just seeps deep, deep, deep within in our society that we don't even see. And we refuse to acknowledge and people get hung up on. Well, this is the way it's always been. It's like, no, man, we're 
we're, we're trying to put our foot down at, the, yeah. at this moment in time and just dispel racism. Can't can they be like called the Cleveland Rocks or <laughs> Washington with the Wizards? Yeah. Wizard sleeves? Can, can you just pick uh, literally any other name? That's not asking for too much, but apparently it is. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, like I, like I, like I mentioned, man. This is definitely. It's it's we're living through history. Yeah. Whether it's regular history or sports history, where there's no sports really to talk about. There's there's issues relating to sports, whether players on your team mm-hmm. um, dealing with like racial issues, COVID nineteen, mm. all. That all types of things that you never thought you were going to actually be diving into yeah. at this time of the season. Like you're right now, we're so supposed to be so hyped about um, the off season, the right. upcoming training like, camp start, yeah. training, the OTAs, you know, remember those conversations of like the most controversial thing that we talk about is like Fletcher Cox missing OTAs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like now we're talking about other things, um, but either way they're important. Um, yeah, but not, yeah, these conversations need to be had. So I mean, it, it's difficult as some people go. Like, uh, here we are again talking. About, it's 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 a, a, something that needs to be talked about, man. Like if we're, if we're gonna put our, our money where our mouth is as a culture, mm-hmm. this is where it starts. Um, but I, I me, uh, I just hope that the viewers out there and the listeners out there. Um, Really, just choose the right path, you know. Like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I hope that honestly, um, if anything comes from all this, I, I hope that the one thing that remains in your head is this Gail's statement of just listen. Um, instead of just thinking about what your argument is going to be, uh, your rebuttal is going to be. Instead, just take that time to listen to what the person has to say. Hear, try and hear where they're coming from. Try and put yourself in their shoes. Self reflect. We're sorry that we got to come in here and be preachy. <laughs> like we, we are, we, we are an Eagles podcast, and we want to talk about Eagles football with you guys. But these are issues that we can't look past. These are things that we have to discuss, and um, we're trying to we're trying to help build a better society. Yeah, and uh, you know, in terms of uh, building a better society, in terms of uh, Eagles community, uh, one one guy who. Uh, you know, PJ Quinn, uh, you might know him uh, as PJ Bleeds Green on Twitter. Um, he was a funny dude, um, had a lot of energy, uh, crazy Eagle fan. Like his his Twitter handle really represented him well. Uh, the, one of the first times I met PJ, um, uh, you know, he, he was getting ready for the Super Bowl parade. And he was so happy to be there. He, he couldn't miss it. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, like, you know, he passed, he passed away this week. Um, you know, he was battling cancer for a while and, um, he just seemed like a fighter and he he really, despite his situation, he got back up and, uh, you know, you know, when any, any, in terms of talking about PJ, you see the, the hashtag PJ strong and he definitely was every sense of the, of the, of that hashtag. Uh, but we just wanted to send our condolences to Katie, his wife, and PJ's family. Uh, but uh, you know, it's it's unfortunate. Um, 
that he it passed is. away. It is. Um, you know, P- PJ, I had, I never had, uh, you know, the grace of meeting him in person. It was just a, a guy on Twitter that was always involved in the conversation. Um, but I, you know, we got to know each other through Twitter and um, just as we, we've met a lot of you guys. And uh, he was one of those guys that like, it, it blew my mind how um, he had battled cancer for years, far before when I knew him, he was, he had, uh, I believe beaten cancer five times over the course of his life. And um, for somebody that had gone through everything that he had gone through, it, it just blew my mind how um, he w- maintained a positive outlook on life, how he was always like, he was a joker and he was, he was always willing to crack a joke, no matter how dark things were getting within his own life. Uh, the dude was a fighter and um, you know, rest in peace, man. Like uh, prayers out to Katie, the rest of his family, all of his friends. It's uh, it's really awful what, what had happened. And uh, you know, and I, I know they're doing a, uh, a walk for uh, PJ out there mm-hmm. um, on October 4th. There's a walk for osteosarcoma. Sorry. It's the uh, type of, cancer that PJ suffered from. If you uh, go to uh, Ryan, um, it's R underscore S-A-U-N-D-S underscore 21. Um, they, they have a link provided where uh, if you want to donate, um, it'd be, be, it's a great cause mm-hmm. uh, in honor of PJ. So. Yeah. yeah, so uh, yeah, please check that out. And um, like I said, pray, prayers out to everybody that, uh, that knew PJ. Uh, but for me and Evan, um, that's all for us. We will definitely see you in the next one. Um, and at the end of the day, it's always fly, eagles, fly. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.